This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Omnial Saleh and Hany Balkis. Welcome back to Future Talk right here on Pulse 95. It is me, Hani Balqis, giving you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world and in the UAE. And today, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking about the VPN usage in the UAE. And we're going to be telling you how to use it legally and avoid fines and uh, punishment. And we're also going to be talking about the Tesla Model 3 and how it's turning heads in New York as it has turned into a taxi. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be talking a sh- about a shoe that Nike has released a self-lacing Air Jordan sneaker. And ladies and gentlemen, it is amazing. And I want to get my hands on one of them. Now, we're going to also be telling you about some techie stuff to look forward to in 2021. And we're going to also be giving you a new wearable device that detects hand gestures that you already intend to make. A lot to talk about today, ladies and gentlemen, right here on Pulse95. We're going to be taking a short break, but when we come back, we're going to be telling you all you need to know about what's happening in the UAE and around the world. Pulse95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to be talking about how to use a VPN legally in the UAE to avoid fines. Now, the use of VPN in the UAE is illegal if you do not abide to the certain rules and regulations that they have given us. Now, the use of VPNs is one of the highest in the world, with 3.8 million residents downloading VPNs in the first half of 2020. Now, though the use of VPN is not illegal in the UAE, its misuse is a serious offense and punishable with a fine up to 2 million drums and even imprisonment. Moreover, using VPN by hiding the IP address to get access to websites, calling, and gaming applications, which are blocked by the UAE government, is illegal. So anything that is blocked by the UAE government and you're using a VPN to access it, that is illegal. Now, the usage of the VPN in the UAE is not illegal if it is used per the guidelines of the UAE government and the TRA. Now, Article 1 of the amended UAE cyber law does state that using a fraudulent computer network protocol, which is a VPS, by using a false address or even a third-party address by any other means for the purpose of committing a crime or preventing its discovery is punishable with an imprisonment and a fine of 500,000 drums all the way to 2 million drums. Now, VPNs in the UAE can be used legally if it is, number one, not to spread hate, number two, not to gather people for any illegal protests, for not for fraudulent purposes, not to be used in a crime, and not to be used for preventing crime discovery, and also not to be used for anti-religious content, and not to be used to access any website that is blocked by the UAE or the TRA. Other than that, you should be using a VPN, and it is fine if you abide by the rules that the TRA and the UAE has given us. But now, let's go all the way to New York City, ladies and gentlemen, and talk about how the Tesla Model 3 is turning heads as it has become a taxi. Now, it's still yellow and has the city's unique taxi and Lebanese com- uh, limousine commission medallion and logos, but it does bear little resemblance to its cabbie colleagues. Now, the Tesla Model 3 taxi hit the streets on October 30th, and after almost two months in operation, it is still gaining much attraction and attention, and its driver and owners say that everyone in New York is turning heads when they see those taxis. 
Now, the vehicle is owned and operated by Drive Sally, which is a company that also has a fleet of over 1,000 regular cabs and that it does lease to taxis, Lyft, and Uber drivers. Now, during their ride, people on the street and bystanders did take photographs of the new addition to New York's taxi fleet, which is the Tesla Model 3. Now, the company is soon opening a new charging station for its electric vehicles. Now, Tesla Model, Model 3 is the only fully electric vehicle allowed on the New York street as a cab by the New York Taxi and Limousine Commission. So we're only saying that the Tesla Model 3 is the only car that is regulated by the commission in New York. And obviously they did they did take advantage of that and made it into a taxi. Even I, I think it's awesome because we do know uh, in New York City, uh, taxis are something symbolic, something that that when you think about New York, t uh, New York City, you think about the yellow taxi cabs, whether you're watching Home Alone 1, 2 or 3, you can always remember that uh, when, when I forgot the name of the kid, but uh, when he was in New York City going from place to place, he would always uh, kind of yield for a cab and the cab would always come yellow cab or any movie in general. That is kind of the trademark of New, New York City, the big apple. But ladies and gentlemen, I want to know your guys' thoughts. 4215, or on our Instagram, at Pulse95Radio. Would you get into a yellow taxi cab? That is a Tesla Model 3. We're going to be taking a short break, ladies and gentlemen. But when we talk, come back, we're going to be talking about shoes that tie themselves. You're, You're listening, listening to Pulse95. Pulse95. Check this out. Check this out. Don't you just hate it when you're walking and all of a sudden you need to tie your shoes and you just stop and you're walking with a group of friends and sometimes you look up while you're tying your shoes to see if anyone's waiting for you. Well now, ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to go through that anymore because Nike's new self-lacing Air Jordans 11 are now on sale in December. Now, the technology of self-lacing shoes is something that I thought would come out of a Back to the Future. I don't know if you guys remember the movie Back to the Future, but Back to the Future is a classic. It was in the 1980s. I loved everything about that movie trilogy. But now the shoe actually is inspired by Back to the Future. Now we're going to take a look into the Jordan Air 11s. Now, ladies and gentlemen, not 25 years after the first sketches of Nike Air Jordan 11s were made, the brand is updating the iconic sneakers with, with its adapt self-lacing technology in a new shoe that is coming to stores on December 30th. So we're talking about two days and this shoe should come out. Now you're probably asking Hanny, Hanny, why is this shoe so amazing? Well, the wearers of this shoe can control the laces via Bluetooth using a Nike app that lets them customize the fit of the sneakers. They can also change the color of the flashing lights on the side of the shoe. Now, I watched a review on YouTube about the shoe, and ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. I wanna get my sh my feet on this, not my hands, my feet on these shoes. Now, the tech makes the sneakers the most personalized Jumpman shoe to date. Now, the sneakers are white with black accents and small touches of red, which I do feel like that is the trademark when it does come to the Air Jordans. Now, Nike did first debut the self-lacing sneakers back in 2016. Now, this isn't new technology per se, but this is new technology coming to the Air Jordans. Now, it was the Hyper Adapt 1.0 model, and it did cost around $720 for that shoe. But Nike did return to the market with a revised product in January of 2019, which is the Nike Adapt BB, and it was aimed at performance sport players and were less than half the price 
of the brand's first self-lacing shoes. Now, Nike's statement about the new Air, Air Jordans didn't include the price, but a lot of sneakers nights and, and, and sneaker heads are saying that it might be estimated around the $500 mark, and the shoe will be a released around December 30th or December 30th to be exact, but there's still no word on whether or not there's going to be a self-drying jacket that Marty McFly from Back to the Future war even though it's 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 kind of uh it, they kind of took the concept from uh back to the future and marty mcfly who was the main character in that movie and they took the shoe concept from it and there is kind of word or there isn't word about whether or not they will take that jacket from the movie and implement it themselves but ladies and gentlemen i love this type of technology because i suffer i suffer a lot when buying shoes i cannot buy shoes online and Oni and I have talked about this before, about how I do not like shopping online for shoes because I got weird feet and uh, once one left side, the left side sometimes is bigger than the right side or vice versa. But I want to know your guys' thoughts. 4215 or on our Instagram, at Pulse95Radio. Would you buy these Air Jordan 11s for $500, $550? Now, I spoke with my accountant and he does tell me that the shoe does retail for around 1,500, 1,600 dirhams. So would you buy a shoe for 1,600 dirhams that you can customize to your preference? And number two, self-lacing technology. It customizes to your fit and you have the app. You can just uh, kind of scroll up and down on the phone and and and, and it will kind of uh, mimic, not mimic, it will kind of be, be, be sculpted to your foot. And I saw a video on it and I was blown away. And I want to see how I can get my hands on it right here in the UAE. But uh, I want to know if you guys would buy it. Now, it does look stylish. I do like the style. It is a high top, though. I'm not a big fan of high top shoes. I do like my low top shoes just because of comfortability. Uh, comfort I can't say the word today. But it's more comfortable. Let me know your guys' thoughts. We're going to be taking a short break. But when we come back, we're going to be talking about some techie stuff to look forward to in 2021 as we do have a couple of days left until we enter that new year this is pulse 95 gadget of the day new tech you might want to play with pulse 95 with 2021 just around the corner we know a lot of technology is coming in 2021 so i'm going to give you a list for technology to look forward to in 2021. Now, we do know that 20, 2020 was a wonderful year for gadgets despite the coronavirus pandemic wrecking havoc on literally everything. And it does prove that you can't stop innovation no matter what. And I personally have an opinion that innovation has exceeded during the coronavirus pandemic and it kind of lit a fire under innovators. That said, we have a number of interesting nerdy things that I and we are looking forward to in 2021. And it is expected to be a wild year and another year of wild launches. Ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna start off with the Samsung Galaxy S21. Now, apparently Samsung will be kicking off 2021's major announcements, and it does look like they don't want to be one-upped, considering that the Galaxy XS is coming a month earlier than usual. Now, there's no official word yet, but Samsung is indeed stated to launch the Galaxy S21 series in mid-January, uh, which will be supported by actual images that have been leaking out, which is normal at the time of this year. Now, key specs of the S21 that it will be having a three-camera setup with a 64-megapixel sensor, while the UltraVision has a quad-lens uh, configuration with Samsung's signature 100 
an 80 megapixel snapper. And ladies and gentlemen, if you are a Samsung fan and a Galaxy fan, you should look forward to that. And we're still not done with phones because we're talking about the Oppo X 2021. It is a rollable phone. Pull it out and watch the screen expand from 6.7 inches to its smallest 7.4 inches. So six to seven inches will be the smallest, 7.4 inches at its largest. Now there is no hard folding involved. Now Oppo does say that they've developed an innovative, multi-layered rigid metal to support the display and it does look awesome. Now, let's talk about Ring, always home cam drone. Now, we've talked about this before on the show, but it is coming in 2021, and what's better than a boring security camera sitting at home waiting for some action? Well, we do have something that actually tracks down any fishy activities. Now, the Ring always home cam drone, which as its name does imply, it is a drone. Now, it what it does, it is it 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 will if it does detect something or any activity in the house, the drone, the camera will become a drone, and you can fly it around the house, and you can see what's going on or any fishy activity going inside of your house. And we're also going to be talking about the Microsoft Surface Neo. Now, first slated for a 2019 release, then holiday 2020, which is present time. Now it is 2021, we got a couple of days left. Whatever the case is, Microsoft is finally looking to give the next big oomph to its great Surface line with the Microsoft Surface Neo. It is a laptop that has a foldable screen and it is, just think of it as a gigantic Galaxy Fold. Now it is basically two nine inch tab tab tablets slapped together with a 360 degree hinge so you can swivel it in any way you want and it will run on Windows 10X. Now, a lot of people are wishing that they'd see an as soon as possible release given that it has been delayed for around a year and a half or even two years and that even Lenovo, which is its counterpart, seemed to have beaten them to the draw with the ThinkPad X1 Fold. Now, obviously in 2021, we're looking at a new year and that is the new iPhone. Yes, there is already rumors about the next iPhone, whether or not it will be called the iPhone 12S or the iPhone 13 or whatever. The biggest news so far is that Apple is apparently going to bring LTPO, which is low temperature polycrystalline oxide tech to its new flagship phones. Now, it is a big deal. And in simpler terms, the LTPO panels help reduce power consumption up to 20%. It can also dynamically change refresh rates, allowing things from adjusting rates for low key processes to the Apple's watch always on display. Now we did see that Samsung was the first to implement this tech to the Note 20 and Z Fold 2 this year. Now it does see that we're looking at uh, this technology being implemented in the Apple Watch and in the new iPhone line. So I wanna know you guys thoughts, 4215 or on our Instagram at Pulse95Radio. What tech are you looking forward to the most? Now, ladies and gentlemen, obviously, you know my answer. I'm looking forward to the new iPhone. Now, I, I, I have a problem, ladies and gentlemen. I like iPhone products, and I like to get my hands on every new iPhone that is released, even though I do not recommend people to always update their iPhone because I kind of have a thing that every two or three models, you should up, up, update your phone and get, go for the newer model. But I just like to get my hands on new tech, and that is why you can see I have the iPhone 12 Pro Max. And let me tell you, it is amazing. I like the 5G connectivity. Let me know your guys' thoughts. 4215 door slots 
or on our Instagram at Pulse95Radio. Which tech are you looking forward to the most? We're going to be taking a short break, but when we come back, we're talking about a a new wearable device that will detect hand gestures before you even make them. Pulse95. Tech this out. Tech this out. Pulse95. Imagine typing on a computer without using a keyboard playing a video game without a controller, or even driving a car without a wheel. Now, a team of scientists have developed a new device that can recognize hand gestures based on electrical signals detected in the forearm. Now, that is a big one. Now, the system, which couples wearable biosensors with AI, could one day be used to control prosthetics or even interact with almost any type of electronic device and engineers from the University of California in Berkeley have gotten into that. Now, reading hand gestures is one way of improving human-computer interaction. Now, to create the hand gesture recognition system, the team did collaborate with a professor of electrical engineering at the University of California in Berkeley to design a flexible, flexible armband that can read the electronic signals signals at 64 different points of the forearm. Now, the team did succeed in teaching the algorithm to recognize 21 individual hand gestures, including a thumbs up, a fist, or even a flat hand holding up individual fingers as counting numbers. Now, just like other AI software, the algorithm has first to learn how electrical signals in the arm do correspond with individual hand gestures. Now to do this, each user has to wear the cuff while making the hand gestures one by one. Now, this is great for people who have problems in their arms. For example, people who might have had an accident, a motorcycle accident, a car accident, burn victims. These type of prosthetics uh, will work great with them as it does kind of bring back functionality in the arm. Now, another advantage of the new device is that all of the computing occurs locally on the chip so no personal data is transmitted to a nearby computer or device. Now, this is a big one. We always talk about data and how a lot of people are scared of their data and they want to, uh, not scared of their data, they want to keep their data towards themselves. And this is something that Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, a lot of big social media companies and even Google have been facing lawsuits, of law, action lawsuits against them because their data, users' data, is being sent to marketers to kind of... Uh, to personalize what kind of ads you and I get. Now, not only does this speed up the computing time, but it also does ensure that personal biological data does remain private, which is very important. Having something locally on the arm or on the chip will uh, make computing time much faster and make your data private. Now, while the device is not ready to be a commercial product just yet, it could likely get there with a few tweaks and the senior author of the paper did say that. Now, I think this is a great, great type of wearable. Now, wearables are coming every day better and better in the technology sector. Now, we're looking at uh, the Apple Watch, for example. The Apple Watch can do a lot of things, and uh, whether it's fitness, checking on your heart, heart, or checking on your breathing as well. So we're seeing wearables every day becoming better and better. And even the ring, uh, the NFC ring. So wearable technology is coming, coming, becoming a part of our daily lives. Now, again, right now, I do believe wearable technology is a luxury. 
But at one point in time, just like our mobile phones was a luxury, now it is a necessity. And soon enough, ladies and gentlemen, wearable technology will become a necessity. Now, I want to know your guys' thoughts. 4215 or on our Instagram at Pulse95Radio. Would you opt on wearing a chip on your forearm to control hand gestures and to make things uh, a little bit easier than they normally are? Now, I know a lot of people are kind of scared of, uh, of the fact that inserting your ch a chip into your body to help uh, a computer chip, to be exact. Now, we did see that with uh, Elon Musk's Neuralink and how it is inserted into the brain. Now, a lot of people trust Elon Musk's Neuralink than other uh, wearables or chips into the body. But again, I want to know you guys' thoughts. 4215-DUORTSALAT or on our Instagram at Pulse95Radio. And there's actually other ways of doing, uh, of, of, of checking on the hand gestures. Uh, there is uh, using cameras and even computer vision, which is a good solution that also maintains an individual's privacy, which is also very important. But ladies and gentlemen, my time is up for today. And we have the halftime show, the only place to be at three with Omar Adouri coming at three o'clock. So I do want you guys to keep Pulse 95 locked as I go into that spaceship and go all the way back to space. But I'll be here same time, same place tomorrow, only here on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.